Welcome to Trail Manners, the podcast so dedicated to mountain trails and running that they broadcast out of a 78 Volkswagen bus in the mountains. Who does that? Eric and Joel are your hosts and will bring you the trail life as you may have not heard it before. You hear about everything from gear reviews, nutrition to keep you upright and moving forward, and they'll even bring guests into the bus for conversations that you won't hear anywhere else. It's time for some running adventures on a higher elevation. The old 78 Volkswagen bus is fired up and headed to the mountains. Here are your hosts for Trail Manners, proudly representing the 801 with their passion and love for the trails, Eric Manning and Joel Hatch. Welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast, episode number 133. Today we're going to be talking with five-time guest Turtle Miller. So if this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Trail Manners Podcast is produced every week for enjoyment, and show notes are found at trailmanners.com. Come back often, and please feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Trail Manners. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get after it. All right, welcome back to another edition of the Trail Manners Podcast. I am your host, Eric Manning, and today I am in sunny. It is absolutely gorgeous today in St. George, Utah, and we've got him on for the 5th since he is off his 2018 resolution. Yeah, 5th. So this is Turtle Miller. He was on episode 10, episode 48, episode 67, episode 98, which was... Once in your bus, twice in my bus, once at Bomber Studio, and now we are at Caldwell Banker. This yeah, is, this yeah. is a different studio than I am used to. <laughs> new studio, new, completely new studio. Studio today, Caldwell yeah. Banker, St. Yeah. <laughs> George edition. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, I'm down here for a soccer tournament this weekend, and so I'm like, well, who who do we got to get back on? So we're bringing back a crowd favorite, Turtle Miller. Um, went and watched some games today. Time to sit down with you. There's a lot going on, a lot we want to talk about. But first, let's crack the Joel announcement. It's like who shot JR, yeah, you know, that, uh, for the people that know how old I am now. Um, or maybe who <laughs> is under the mask in the new dancing, who's singing. I've seen that on commercials. Have you seen that yet? No. It's like they got people dressed up in these crazy costumes, and there's a panel to try to figure out who they are when they're singing in costumes. Terry Bradshaw. Like the bunny know. hat, right? Didn't one of them have a bunny hat yeah, on or something like something that? Something like that, mm-hmm. right? So so the big thing that's going around, I mean, I'm getting messages, I'm getting emails, I'm getting smoke signals, everything talking about Joel leaving the show. Joel Hatch. Joel Hatch. Um, so uh, what was you, I mean, you texted me, right, when the announcement yeah. was made. Yeah. What? Uh, w- What's going on? Well, it's, I mean, it, this is your first first interview, PJ, right? It is my first PJ interview. First PJ interview. I'm going to start yeah. wearing PJs. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, should, we should. We should. That would have been oh, awesome. Bunny man. slippers. Yeah. Because I thought about it. So it's like there was, there's AD, right, when they do the date. Right. So it would be A. J? AJ. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought, oh, PJ sounds Episode kind of one, AJ. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. A little code. People are like, what the heck does that what, mean? What but PJ sounds about? good because it could be pajamas mm-hmm. or peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. I know the P, I know the B's missing, but you could say peanut jelly. Peanuts and jelly. But you got to enunciate peanuts 
so you, people understand what you're saying, so right. you don't mess that up. But yeah, what what uh, what came to your mind first of all? Were you sad? Did you cry? Did you take a cold well, shower? I, I, I was sad. I I, I miss Joel's silky smooth voice every every time I hear him, and, and or, or don't hear him. That is, it's you know he's he's a good looking guy. It's it's nice to have him in with us ugly farts when we're. <laughs> When we're at least meeting, and and I, so I don't have to look at your ugly mug the whole time. I get to now, at least look at Joel. Now I'm Joel. feeling more self-conscious. Now he's a, like, he's now a little I'm dreamy, ugly. you know. He is. He's he manscapes his face well, you know. That's yeah, I shaved. <laughs> I I did pretty well. I brought it today. He he's got good eyes. Yeah, his eyes. I've looked into him quite a bit. <laughs> Sitting across from him for so long. What color are they? Yep. 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 They're dreamy. That, is that a color? Is dreamy a color? Uh, the dream, I, yes. Dreamy. Dreamy is definitely a color. Right. They're dreamy. Sure. You know. Yep. So yeah, they're dreamy. But yeah, it's it's a little different, right? It's sad. Yeah, it's sad to have Joel not here with us, hanging out and and cracking beers and and cracking jokes with us for sure. It's it, he's he's missed for sure. Yeah, he is. But as we say, you know, show's gonna go on. It's gonna continue. Uh, we're gonna keep doing what we do. Um, but we got a few topics to touch. Some are going to be fun. Some are going to be controversial. Yeah, well, we're going to bring some perfect. controversy to the Trail Manners podcast. We're pretty. Joel is the controversial part. He would just say it how it is, and I'd smooth it over. <laughs> just drop it. Like yeah, it's and I'd, hot. Be, I'd let stare at him. My eyes would open real big. I'm like, Joel, dude, what are you doing? We just lost one of our seven <laughs> listeners. <laughs> um, but yeah. So what what have you been up to? Like, I mean, obviously you're called Will Banker. What, yeah. what, have you, what have you been up to since you were on the show, episode 98? I had a little bit of a career change. Had a Sprinter van blow an engine out last February, so um, was able to um, kind of make the side gig the the main gig and, and move my real estate stuff that I'd done on the side for years to my full-time gig. Um, with I still work with a few of those brands that I worked with, but I don't go on the road as much anymore, first of all, because my Sprinter van blew the engine. <laughs> Did I happen to mention that? Did your Sprinter van break down? <laughs> And and I still don't have the Volkswagen bus back, although I'm within a week of having it. So that's kind of excited. I actually registered it yesterday wow. and and relicensed it and reinsured it, and Dang. I just have to get up to Salt Lake to pick it up. So oh, that's where it's at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'll be back to um, driving and working on a Volkswagen bus again. That's, I'm that's really an excited. Office, portable office, man. Stoked for the whole. For, stoked for that for sure. Mine's in the shop. Yeah. It's been in the shop for about two months, and they haven't even looked at it yet. And I haven't pressed them because I got nowhere to put it, so it's like free storage right now. Yeah, no, that's a good, that is a good, it's a really good move, actually. People yeah. are like, have you called them to see what's wrong? I'm like, nope, waiting for the snow to go away. Nope, don't want to know what's <laughs> wrong. I'm going to drive it right now anyway. Don't care, yep. <laughs> they can hide it in the back under a tarp for all I care. That's they don't right. have to tarp it, just park in the back and we're good. Yep, yep. that's how it is, so. Yeah. Um, so you've been changing. Are you so you're still doing some brands? So you're still yeah. in the world. Right? Still, still working with a few brands. Still going to some of those events. You know, we went to uh, TRE, the running event down in uh, Austin, Texas, in December. That was a lot of fun. I'm still, uh, I got to get to that one, man. I want. I miss that every year. We went and ran that 5K again. That was that That's was super good fun. fun. I actually got to run with um, the squirrels, nut butter squirrel. Um, paced him to a, I don't know, 50th place or so finish. Was that, was that a PR? The guy dropped me. Oh, nice. <laughs> Sweaty drop. I, I just, I really thought to myself, I'm going to pull a, I'm going to, I'm going to pull one off and, and, and just streak away from him at the end of the race. And he just looked at me like, come on, turtle. You are fat and out of shape. I will drop you like nothing. And he did. He full, straight up looked at, just gave me the look and dropped me at the end of the race. Full squirrel costume. Yes, full squirrel costume dropped me. Yeah, That's funny. 
There's a good video of that one out there as well. If you haven't caught that, I'll have to find it. Yeah, he's that's a fast squirrel. <laughs> well, and, and part of it is we got about two and a half miles into it, so you got you know half mile or so left. You got this little loop around the park left, and and is it the same course when I was there when we uh, ran it? Different, different one, grade, okay. Different course every year, but okay. Was that a golf course or something like that? But anyway, they they uh, there was a dog like a little like a little boxer dog that was. Again, dressed up like it was a guy in a dog costume, just like there was a guy in a squirrel costume, and the dog started chasing the squirrel. And oh, the squirrel, wow. that's that's how the guy ended up dropping me. I just, yeah, it was it was interesting. It was fun, good times at TRE for sure. That's going to turn into like a full costume event here pretty soon. You yeah. got a dog, you got a squirrel, and then what's you know, going to continue? At, and that TRE, it, it is really is a fun event to go be a part of. You know, if, if you have the opportunity to go down there and and do that, it's I would I'd highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun. It's it's good to get down there with the tribe and and see the people that you know that are. They're a part of this running community that we all love so much. So. Well, I've only been down there once, but it was, and I worked it at the time. But it's a, it's just awesome. And Austin, man, they got the food. Oh, the food down there is off the, whatever you want, chain hook, whatever you want to say out there. But it, the food's amazing. Yeah. And now they just uh, announced an MLS team going down in there. Oh, really? Yeah, brand new MLS team, uh, 2020, I think, is what it is. Uh huh. So. Austin's Austin's cool town, man. Yeah, and it's, it's a lot different than it used to be. There's there's barbecue that is you know world famous. There's there's vegan stuff that's down there that's just you know For vegans. You had no <laughs> literally. I went down there and ate at the same vegan taco truck for two years before I even realized it was a vegan taco truck. <laughs> well, how would you not know that? I because we just walked up to a taco truck and ordered tacos and had no idea it was a, it was a vegan taco truck and it was huh. parked in the same place and so. You just, we just go every year. Like, I just would tacos. go every year, and, and then one day I, you know, I looked at, I was there with Jamil, and I looked at Jamil, and I said, "Why does it, why do they spell cheese with a Z?" <laughs> And oh, it's no. not cheese. It's like, what do you mean it's not cheese? And he goes, and that's why there's an apostrophe in the chicken, too. And I literally had no idea that, that we were eating at a vegan taco truck until we'd gone down there for the third year. So, that's And I awesome. still hit it every year. It's that good. You wouldn't have no idea it was ta- vegan uh, tacos. Awesome. Yeah, I love I love Austin. The, the food I could stay there for a really long time. Yeah. Um, just eating, finding cool new barbecue joints in Southwest, and just really cool stuff. So, all right. So you're still going down to TRE, um, and you're doing real estate. Do you do you, can you say what brands you're working with still, or is it not is it not cool? Yeah, I, it's not a big deal. I'm still working with Incredaware. It's a brand of knee braces and socks and and ankle braces and things like that. I do a I do an event for them at the Huntsman World Senior Games every year, um, and it's it's a good brand to be a part of. Um, still working a little bit with Scratch Labs. Um, I love um, Scratch Labs. Still working a little bit with Scott Sports, and then I've got a couple of bicycle bicycle brands, Linus and Frog Bicycles, which are kids' bikes that, that I still work with a little bit. So. Nice. Yeah. So you're still staying busy, but still, you're home more. Yeah, still good brands. You know, I I was spending 180 days a year on the road. Um, I still every once in a while have to rent a truck and go on the road and go show people and talk to people about some of the brand stuff. But but for the most part, I'm in St. George covering the covering the real estate and working with the clients that I've got here. So and that going good for you? Yeah, it's going really good. Is there a boom in St. George going on? You know, it, it there is definitely a boom. Is it's, there? It's definitely a popular place. Um, you know, they they I. I really, when I started, I thought it would slow down a lot in the summer. Uh, it didn't slow Cause down. Because it's like 150 degrees in the summer. Yeah. 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 So you but, show but everybody, speedos. But and the, the difference is, is, yes, it's 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 a warm time of year to be down here. <laughs> warm. <laughs> let's, let's say what it is. 
<laughs> well, if if you run every day at lunch, you get used to it. It's, yeah. it's, put it this way. People wear less clothes and they get hotter. How about that? Yeah, well, I'm out. I couldn't run down here. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, can you put something on, dude? <laughs> anyway, but uh, springtime, as we all know, is the time that everybody likes to come down to St. Yep. George, whether it's a soccer tournament or whether it's the... Martin Luther King holiday weekend or whether it's spring break or whatever. Everybody likes to come to St. George this time of year. So it, you know, the, the Christmas time is a little slow in, in the office here, but it's, Pick it's, back up. it's picked back up. It's yeah. I've got a lot of clients in town doing a lot of things over the weekend for sure. So. Well, I stopped at my Viva chicken already. First day I got here. Viva la chicken is the best <sighs> damn lunch place in town. Peruvian man. Oh. So I brought, I came down with uh, my assistant coach on my, the, my team I'm coaching and his son and I say we're we gotta go to Viva Chicken. He goes, Is that the place off the free I've always seen it and you gotta yeah. go in, right? And they were packed. We couldn't find a seat in the place, but yeah. Peruvian chicken. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah I, so good. It, it, it's they're on speed dial, how about that? No, I could imagine I could see why. Yeah. And the only the other place I really like that I haven't been yet is the crepery. The crepery. Yeah. yeah. I call it the creepery. Right. But I love the that coffee place. thing. Oh the do, coffee right? thing's the coolest. But their food's Good too though, right? right? But it's 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 a lot of fun there. Yeah, I love St. George. I love coming down this time of year. Like I planned coming down regardless of the soccer tournament anyway. I'm still on the fence. Like part of me still wants to come down and run the Red Mountain 50k the first weekend in March because yep. I like the area and it's yep. a cool. The the I'm still one of my favorite oh, setups for a race. I like you run out to one aid station, you loop from the aid station, come back to. It. I think that's a really cool format for a race. Yeah. Um, Steve Hooper's a good guy. Um, so yeah, I like I like that race. I'm on the fence well, still. And the lady that runs that aid station is is quite possibly the smoking hottest chick I've ever met in my is life. Is she really? Yeah, yeah. I married her. That's right? good. Yeah, That's right, good. Right, right, so right. she's smoking hot, but kind of some questionable decisions. Yeah, definitely some questionable. <laughs> That's the one thing we have in common is questionable decisions. Yes, I've I've made them before I made her. She made them ever since. Yes, yeah, so, so yeah. she's living with hers. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, but she she does it as a fundraiser for her girls on the run. Southern Utah that she's the executive director for. They go and 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 a lot of the girls will be working the aid station and you know serving your bacon and getting your getting your scratch labs ready for you and all that I stuff. I love so. the race. So yeah, I love coming down here for sure. But it is uh, like today is a perfect example. So where I'm at, it's you know teens and with snowing. lots of snow. I got Levi's on. I have pants on. <laughs> Went to a soccer game this morning. It's like 56 and I was so pissy. Got pants on. I'm like, this sucks, dude. This yeah. is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to get my shorts on. But well, be careful down there in Mesquite. That wind will kick up, and you, and you'll be there in an evening game, and it'll be it'll be chilly. Well, I'm okay with my legs get cold, but it's the the torso, and I've got I've got my Adidas gear now, so I'm back in the game. There so I will stay warm. I don't get cold easy though. Um, and you just had your capstone race in December again. Yep. Um, how'd that go? Good. Yeah. Good. We had a lot of people come down and. And play with it. Some last-minute registrations. Uh, Amanda Basham decided to come down and crush a crush a course record on the half marathon. So she podiumed. And, yeah. Did she, that account? For, and we'll get to in a minute. But was that on her ultra run of the year resume? It wasn't. And I was. And I wanted. To, I wanted to blow Ultra Runner magazine up for that. I mean, that was the first thing I was mad about them about. But, but yeah. Then uh, Levi came down and and decided he wanted to try to give give it another go to go for his brother's course record. And. Um, he won, but no course record. No course record. Still Hayden's. Still Hayden's course record. Course hasn't changed a lick, uh, unless you mess it up. So it's a legit course record. It's, it's a legit. It doesn't it, change every year because we have a reroute. Course and that 
I mean, that was very early in Hayden's career, if you recall. He'd, he'd won speed goat, so we kind of knew who he was, but he hadn't run, he hadn't gone and done the, the Hawks versus, Miller versus Hawks that, that we see on Jamil's videos. So, you know, he, some of us knew who he was, but a lot of us were like, who is that guy that won speed goat in that St. George running center shirt? Nobody had any, really any idea who he was. No. Of course, he'd been on trail manners, of course, at that point. Right? No, we brought him on the weekend after he weren't won. So we were outdoor retailers. Oh, right. Yeah, you're the one that introduced us. You're like, you need to get this guy on. Like, yeah. who the hell is this guy, right? And He's then he won, won Speedgo. And he right. won Speedgo. So we brought him into outdoor retailers, his first podcast. He was like a little puppy. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, today I'm going to meet with Goo and Hope. <laughs> like, people were starting to court him. Yeah. And, uh, but then, yeah, we were, we were, we broke him. Let's just say that. We broke the news with Hayden Hawks. Yeah, so that, that was, so that is, and, and again, he, he came down that year and he actually marked the course the day before. Ran the course, set the course record, and then unmarked the course the day after. <laughs> and that course record is still not anything that somebody can touch. So, really? Uh, yeah. And so an idea off the top of your head, do you know how f- close Hayden or Levi got to it? I think he was a half hour, still a half hour, 40 minutes behind him. Man. It, 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 and it's, it's a 50K? It's a 50K. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. And we, we have a future still with the Capstones. That's something you're still going to plunge forward with? Yeah, abs- okay. absolutely. You know, cool. one of the things that's going on in St. George right now is they've got a little bit of a um, discussion going on with with regards to some access through the Turtle Reserve, which is on the north end oh, of yeah. town. Um, there's some people they want to build a highway. Some people want them to. Some people don't want them to want to build a highway through there. If they build that highway through there, what they're going to do is they're going to trade the, the SITLA, the State Trust Lands Association, is going to trade the property where the capstone is actually being run um, for that in a land trade, um, and so that would be, then become part of the Red Cliffs Desert Reserve. But I've at least been in, you know, early discussions. Told have been told that any events that they have out there, they would grandfather Grand, them. That'd in. be cool. Um, which is really cool because the, I mean, the Red Cliffs Desert Reserve is is the place that really kind of drew me to trail running in the first place. That's the first trails that I used to run on Chuckwalla and. And Beck Hill and those are those are the ones that I originally wanted to when I first started thinking about races. That's where I originally wanted to put them on. Now is that where Turtle Wall is too? It is. Okay, yeah. that but place those, is awesome. Those are within the Turtle Reserve, and they don't allow races. competitive events in there. And so um, knowing that they're going to put this new area in, but will grandfather in those competitive events is, is I I think it's cool because I've always uh, hopefully it'll give me the opportunity to support that Turtle Reserve even more than we do uh, by you know. Give, Letting more people know about the, that, what it is, that where reserve it is. and what it is and what they do and why it's important. I love that area, Chuckwalla. I mean, yeah. when I came down with Joel last year, we went and ran that, and I didn't know that was part of the Turtle Reserve till just now. Yeah. But that's a cool. I didn't see a turtle, so maybe that's why. Yeah. Maybe I thought Turtle Reserve should they, have turtles. So, so turtles come out when it's about ninety degrees. So I'd never see a you turtle. You never see one. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. That makes sense. So yeah. they just hide into the. They're just they, like yeah, hibernating. They, I mean, they, if it's if it's hotter than that, they don't want to spend the time out in the sun, so they're burrowed into their burrows. Um, if it's cooler than that, they haven't really warmed up enough to move. So it's about 90 degrees. It's that May time frame when you'll see, see them, them out and about enough that you'll actually. Are they some them. big ones too? Or are they all kind of the smaller ones? Yeah, what kind really, of turtles are they? Yeah, really big down to you know Teen even babies. silver dollar size. So hmm. yeah, I'll have to come. No, nah, I probably won't. Yeah. Thought about it for a minute, but 90 is pretty hot. For well, me. we have air conditioning outside. Yeah. You we do? do? 
We'll, Wind? We'll, we'll run. So we'll Someone run, runs with we'll a sprayer. Behind you okay. spray you. I need one in front and one in back. Yeah, well. All right. Let's we'll well, work on Those that. spritzers are illegal at Badwater, but they're not illegal on the Chuckwalla Trail. Okay. Well, there's a good thing about That's why I won't run Badwater. Right. I need a spritzer. Yeah. A drink and a spritz. That's how. So Pam Reed, mm-hmm. you're familiar with Pam Reed. Yep. She won Badwater two years in a row. The first year she won it, she had her husband riding a bike next to her with one of those sprayers the whole time. Oh. They made it illegal to pace anyone with a bicycle. So he ran next to her with a sprayer the whole time. And, and then they, again. they made the, then they passed the Pam rule and said, you can't be paced by a you sprayer. Can't be paced by a sprayer. <laughs> Man, yep. that's what happens when Pam. you, when you, she's the one that caused the problems. Legendary. <laughs> like, like literally like yeah. you are so good and so ingenious and you change, you change the way that, the world think people look at the world so much that they make rules for you. That, that's she's an amazing lady. I imagine you have, might have some of those you're just not aware of. Yeah, people I, have made rules yeah. that you've changed the world. You, they just don't let you know. No, they they usually tell me. I just I don't I don't like you to don't talk listen. about this anymore. You yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so enough about you. We've heard enough for now. All right. Let's get in some. Let's 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 uh, change the show a little bit. Um, maybe I should play some different music to start this off. Okay. So, you're in the trail world. You're in the trail no. Um, you know a lot of people. You know the scene. You know the ins and outs. You know the Pam Reed stories I didn't know. Ultra Runner of the Year. It's pretty cool. They do yeah. it first. But you've got a... There's an interesting announcement, those 10 that came out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's an interesting announcement. Uh, what's one of the words? A stick in your craw, yeah. you could say. So, let's talk about it a little bit. Let's... Uh, Let's go controversial because okay. everybody has an opinion, which is great. And which on this controversy pod, do you want to dig into first? Let's start with the, the rankings, okay. and then we'll get into the other one. But uh, everybody has an opinion, which we allow here on the Trail Manager. If you don't have the opinion I do, just because you don't have the one I do, you can say it. It's right. fine you're wrong, but it's okay, right? That's how I promote it. <laughs> um, no, everybody has an opinion. But we never want people to get worked up to where it becomes an issue, right. right? Especially on our Facebook page. We're totally, let's just be, let's just hold hands. Kumbaya. Yeah, I'll just get along. Drum circles. Right. Share a gel. Whatever. Right. So, alternative year voting. Where, what are, your, what are your thoughts? Let's start with the women. You have any problems with the women's side? Uh, I don't have any problems with, no. I, I think I think they did a really good job, you know, one through ten. Okay. On, on the women's side. Even though Amanda didn't have a capstone result on her thing. That that was one thing okay. very disappointing is that they didn't include it. But I also understand, but, but they're also, those are, it's the ultra runner of the year, and she didn't run the capstone ultra. She ran the half marathon. Okay. So I can okay. see All why right. that's right. a, now, that's I'm, now I'm okay that with that. popped into ultra running magazine's radar that she actually came and crushed a course record at a, at a less than ultra marathon distance. Gotcha. Now right. I, now I'm a firm believer in so, that. So I didn't I didn't I didn't feel like that was something I needed to push take them to task about. Good. No. Good. No. Uh, men's side ultra of the year. Do you have any things there? You know, I am a I'm a huge fan of Mr. Wamsley. I'm Jim huge, Wamsley. I'm, if you haven't heard of him. Yes. He's a pretty I, good I runner. I call him Mr. cuz he's that he's, guy. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Mr. Browning. You know, those guys are both great. Um, huge fan of Mr. Carr. Uh, I think those three were definitely the top three ultra runners of the year in North America. Okay. Um, which is what the voting is. We've talked about that. Which is what the voting is. Yeah. The ar- the argument is is does Jim deserve to be ultra runner of the year considering he only ran one two two races yeah. well, three races and DNF one of them. Um, 
I, my argument is the, what he what he's done the last year with doing nothing but focusing on that Western states and making sure that he nails it was uh, to me yeah it's performance of the year it's old it makes him ultra runner of the year he 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 crushed course records by a ton and crushed the competition anytime he ran against them and that that's kind of what it boiled down to for me and and whether it was you know the the 50k that he or the 50 miler that he ran early in the year and and set a course record at and won by an hour you know or, or or whether it's Western States where he goes and, and and basically completed what he tried to do two years ago and, and finally finally nailed the race. I, I, I think that's awesome what he did. Um, Browning put together a stellar year like he always does. Um, we talk about how his Western States, you know, hard rock double was such a such a great accomplishment and, and I'd I'd argue that if Walmsley was in Western was in Hard Rock in Western states, he'd do the same thing. Really, you think yeah. so? Yeah, I mean He's... Walmsley's up there training the whole time. I mean that's that's when I that's actually where I met Jim was was in Silverton was in Silverton. Yeah. Do you think the do you think the and I, and I hate to say this, but it is out there. It is the way it is. Do you think the way that and I'll say it, the way that Jeff won Hard Rock? Do you think that was a knock on his resume? Do you think that was taken into consideration? Uh, I don't know. I, 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 it's hard to get inside of the mind of the mind of the voters. And there's so many of them. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think so. I don't think that that becomes a knock. You, you beat the competition, right? Yeah. The guy, you know, just because there happened to be a guy that was way out in front of you until about mile 90, you know, sorry, you know, that that's, you still, you still won the race. You know, there was a, that that's happened before, you know, people come back all the time in races and, and fall apart at mile 90. We've watched, you know, guys at Western States fall apart on, you know, on on the track yeah. and and not win because of it. And and it's a hundred mile race, and you have to follow the rules for the whole hundred miles, or you don't get to win. Okay, you were you were in Silverton. I was. Yeah. What are your? I mean, it's been a while. It's July, so we're we're way far down the road. But it, you were there, and you're kind of. You know, in the, obviously in the trail run, what are your thoughts on that DQ? Were you well, for it? I, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well deserved. Um, we all sat through. You know, even, even those of us that didn't get a chance to run the race, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm last person on the wait list for the nevers. But <laughs> I, I sat through the pre-race meeting and I listened to not just Dale, but three or four different members stand up. You know, different members of their board stand up there and talk about. That specific rule that you are to meet your you are to meet your crew to meet your pacers only in designated area. designated areas. I mean, they and they literally said you will be disqualified if you break this rule. I heard it. You know, I heard Charlie say it. I heard Dale say it. It was it was it could not have been more clear. Um, and so for that to happen, and for it to be a big denial that oh no that wasn't what happened, and then. You know, people to blow up on the guy that actually took the pictures of it happening. Yeah. You know, tattletale. We're better stuff. than that as a sport, and and you know, I I I wish him no ill will. I hope he comes back. He's he's he, back in the court. Yeah. He's back in the race this year. I hope he comes back, and I hope he crushes Killian's record. Yeah. I mean, I wish him nothing but the best. But but I, I'll guarantee you one thing: he he won't accept aid outside of the station this year. <laughs> yeah. For I'm sure. pretty sure he knows the rule pretty well now. He's, so, he's got you know, it down. And, and 
But again, that's I mean, there's there are different rules in our country, yeah. you know, versus other countries, and and that's happened at that's happened at other high profile events. It happened at Speedgoat a couple of years ago yeah, with, with Killian. Killian. I was there. It for happened. That. It happened at the Pikes Peak Marathon one year, where a guy from Europe came over and cut the switchbacks and ended up getting disqualified because he didn't follow the the local rules and regulations. And well, it's been reversal too. I remember before UTMB got big on our side of the pond, right? Before our runners would go over there, and I mean, Carl was one of the, I'm gonna say one of the first, but I mean, let's. Put it in Carl was an early adopter for UTMB. Right, and so he'd go over there, and it was a disadvantage. He didn't know to cut the switchbacks necessarily. And for him, it's like, wow, they don't cut the switchbacks. So it's a different type of training going straight up a mountain. The Americans did not do well for quite a while at that race mm-hmm. um, because it's just different. So the rules, just because a rule's a rule doesn't mean, like for those guys, you can cut a switchback. So it wasn't a rule you couldn't, but they didn't think about it. They right. didn't know it. They didn't train on the course. Right. So Well, a good example would be as if as – if those of us in the States that are used to having pacers went over to a UTMB and brought our pacer with us. Yeah. Right. It's against the rules and you would be disqualified for having a pacer. So same rule, same thing. You come over here and you don't follow the local rules and you get disqualified. And that's, and I think for me, the hard part about that whole thing that I had people say is like, Oh, they should have given a time penalty, but there wasn't anything like if someone said, okay, we'll give them an hour time penalty. Then people said, that's not enough. That's not, that's too much. You know I mean? There's that, then there was stuff, oh, they should have made him wait for Jeff, and then the race starts at 90, and it's <laughs> yeah, like, okay. yeah, but it's like, really, you can let a guy sit for however long, two hours, or whatever it might be, and then try and, so I think you you had one option. It was either you DQ him, or you don't. I don't think there was any other option at that point. That's how it was defined in the pre-race meeting. Again, it, it was literally that Spec- that exact subject, and that exact penalty was discussed on multiple occasions in the pre-race meeting, and and if you didn't get it, I'm I'm sorry. Well, and then there's the other side saying, well, it's not like you really got aid. He got water and ice cubes. I'm like, dude, it was hot as shit. That's aid. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you give me an ice cube, I'm a happy dude when it's hot. So well, you, you, it is a competitive advantage. Yeah. You know, if if you skip through the aid station and everyone that's there watches you skip through the aid station, when their runner comes in, they tell him, oh, he was in and out really fast. Mentally. Versus if he sits down and takes five minutes because he's not feeling right and he's not and he needs more water and he needs more ice. If he runs through that thing, everybody behind him goes, "Holy crap, that guy's killing it!" Yeah. If he sits down, it might give that you know those of us watching the opportunity to say to our runners, "Hey, that guy's not doing very well. Yeah. You know, he get after it, go get him. You're feeling good, go get him." You okay, know? let me ask you this: since you are friends with Jamil, because mm-hmm. this came up. What's how was that different than Jamil taking a PBR at the river crossing? Because that was a big deal for a while. Because and again, it comes more from people that are. I don't think these were these were brought up commonly. It was like people that may not be a fan of Jamil brought it up, right? No, no Jamil actually self-reported that. Okay, so what, I mean, what's the difference there, though? Well, the big difference is that Jamil self-reported it. Yeah, right. I, but it was like a year later, two years later. Yeah. I mean, what was it? Right. Yeah. He said. He said, "Hey, you know what?" We've got an issue where I ran this. Should we DQ me? And again, not my race, yeah. so I'm not going to make that de- that designation. And I and I wasn't in that pre-race meeting, so I can't tell you what was discussed and what wasn't. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the rules have changed or if they haven't changed. I don't believe they have. Um, but Jamil, again, being the guy that he is, has has publicly come out and said, "I'm okay with a." With a DQ, with a DQ for that race. If you want to DQ, if you want to go back and retroactively DQ me for that race, I'll accept it. Yeah, you know, I won't fight it. I, and 
What's again, your thought I, on that? I don't that? know that we're looking to to DQ him for that for that no. race. I don't think that. What's your thought moving forward though? Now that it's out there, I mean, if someone gives somebody a beer five miles from the finish, do you think that's aid? Do you think they shouldn't do that? Because I mean, that's part of our sport, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it really is. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. In an aid station, I get it. You know, it's a beer, no big deal. But if you're running down, you know a mile from the finish and you're killing it and your buddies are there and they're like, dude, you're amazing. You know, and you swig a beer. I mean, what, what's your thought on that? I, I, I think you shouldn't, I think you shouldn't, should do everything you can to not put the race organizer in that position. again. Yep. That's kind of what, that's how we came across this is you're putting them in a bad position yeah. and it goes the same thing. Okay. What if you're running and you're a runner and there's another runner ahead of you that's out of water or they're out of, nutrition and you give them a gel you give them some water out of your thing is that eight out of an aid station because we do that we see it and do it all the time i i I i've given water at wasatch to a grand slammer before in that in that case i believe you need to the safety of the runner is more important than 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 following the rules does that make sense yeah no i see that and and if that runner is in a position where if you don't give him a gel he could you know die i don't know that giving him a gel is going to keep him from dying but definitely keeping giving him some water could keep him from dying yeah. if he's far enough from an aid station i think you do that and you allow him to self-report right again it's like I'm, golf huh it's like golf you right. self-report yourself right? right and that's how it is gentleman's if, if, game if you're using a foot wedge you may or may not count that as a stroke right yeah the old foot wedge <laughs> the old fw yeah so i i i I mean, I've helped other runners in races, right? and the last thing in the world I would ever do after handing them a bottle is then turn take a to, picture, turn to Bozung <laughs> at the end of the race and say, "Hey, by the way, I handed this guy a bottle of water up on top of, you know." And here's a picture. I took it. He's yeah. out. I just you know, finished higher. And up. that's why I don't have a. That's why I don't have three bottles with me because I gave one of them away. You know, I, I, yeah, I just. Yeah, I think you get to the point to me where you're you're really splitting hairs. And it's not a, it wasn't a topic of conversation a year ago. You know, people didn't really talk about it too much. I'm not saying they didn't think about it. Cause I, like I said, I ran Wasatch one year. There was a, um, grand slammer. It's the last race of the grand slam. And they were hurting on Alexander Ridge, like beyond hurting. And I gave them some water out of my, my stuff. Right. And I, I never thought Alexander twice. Alexander is no fun. I yeah. Get but it. I never thought twice. And right. I would never like to me, I get the people say, well, you helped them. You gave them aid. I'm like, well, it's kind of, to me, it's like, it's kind of what our sport's about a little bit, right? Yeah. So, but again, you're putting people in a bad position. To you're, make that call. I, I, I think it's okay to take aid from other runners. If there's a no muling, then it's really, I guess, the, the, I, the, the vision of the no, view, no muling rule. As I stumble over my words here, yeah. is that you don't accept aid from anywhere except for the aid, aid stations, stations, right? Um. But again, I think you're right. We're this is a sport where we care about each other, and it's not, you know, I, and I and I hesitate to even say this, but it's the the front of the pack is different than the middle of the back okay. of the pack. Here's a question we got asked: Do you think rules should be different for the front runners than the normal person? Do I think that? I'm never going to say yes. <laughs> but they are. They are. They are. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's it's about it's about that personal experience in the back of the pack. There's not there's nothing. I'm never going to make a million bucks because I finished Wasatch in 2009. Yeah. I'm never going to, right? It's like I'm I finished gonna, 187th. Where's my sponsors? Ultra's <laughs> never going to call me and <laughs> offer to let me run in their shoes. You're not going to get a Drymax sock named after no. you. Dang it. 
Although I should, as far as I'm concerned. I, I really should. <laughs> That's good. Um, okay, so we, we beat that horse. You, ultra running of the year, you're okay with the men, you're okay with the women, right? The rankings, you're okay yeah, yeah, with that, are, right? Yeah, the rankings are I, – I, I got no argument with wherever they rank them. I think every single person in that top ten is deserving of yeah. the top ten. Um, I, I, again, I, I, it, no matter how it would have come out, um, there's always going to be something. There's going to be somebody right? that complains about it. But I, they did take it from a panel, take the averages, so right. it's not like Alternative Magazine just said, oh, here's our top ten. It was like voters, and yeah. there's like an AJW, Carl and, Melters, there's some got, legit I, voters. One last thing I'll say on it is Rob Crar. Holy crap, dude. That that guy is comeback of the century. I mean, I, I literally, I can't, from, from not being able to run, from struggling to doing what he was doing, to come back and do what he did this year. At Leadville. Was amazing, right? Yep. And, and I don't, I don't even want to toot Leadville's horn because now they won't let Wamsley in the race, which I don't blame him. You know what? I mean, sure. They won't let him in. What do you mean by that? Well, they, he did not get selected in the lottery. Oh, well, I mean, he didn't get picked <laughs> in the lottery. Did not, he did not get selected in the lottery. Come on, Leadville, give me a break. <laughs> or, why are we trying to protect Matt Carpenter's course record? <laughs> Maybe he, he, legend, man. Yeah. No, yeah. I. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Legendary. Yeah. yeah. But. Yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't get in. Maybe he didn't get into fairway. We don't know. We don't know behind the scenes, right? Yeah. We don't know. Um, well, I, I I think the problem with Leadville is that, that Hoka is not the sponsor for the Leadville Trail Series. Who's, who is it? Is it still fitness? Know. or? Well, and I just heard, like, for Leadville, I mean, on the subject of Leadville, now they've got a VIP package for runners, yeah. which includes, I don't know, grapes. I don't know what it includes. Right? I didn't read the thing. But for 2800 bucks, you get in. Yeah. I think that's what it is, right? And, and they have the VIP, and I don't know how much that is, but then they also we can buy their training plan for like a couple grand. Right, right. And I'm thinking, I know some coaches that could give me a training plan for a heck of a lot less than that. But but the $2,800, the coaching plan and the VIP, it guarantees you an entry into lead. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, well. At least, uh, that's kind of how you that, read that it. That was a glance. Uh, that's that's yeah. what I read as a glance. And I thought about, you know, Jim, if you're listening, and, and I know you are. Get a sponsor. You should you should talk to your boys over there at, at one of your one of your many sponsors. I mean, maybe, Cowboys. Maybe talk to that bike shop you used to work at. There and you say, go. you know what? I would like to do the Carrar double, double up there and ride the bike race and go set the cor- and go crush Matt Carpenter's course record. I think that's what you should do. You should talk to your Give guys at the grand. bike shop and I'll get I'll be a VIP. Yeah, that's the way to do it. I'll take your VIP grapes because I know you won't eat them. <laughs> grapes are good, man. I'm grapes sorry. I love grapes. Um, all right, what else? So the ultra of the year voting we're good with. But there's another thing that kind of – this is might, might stick in your craw, right? Yeah. With old, what, What's that? Well, that, the whole, you know, the, the, the picture controversy that's come up with, with Hayden's picture and I think a couple other pictures actually that were that were credited – but not paid for, not given the, not, they didn't have the rights to use the picture. And, and then of course they, they took the picture down and then, and then used a different picture. But the fact of the matter is, is done. what's done is done, right? You, you stole a picture, you used it for, for rights that you weren't, you used the rights to it that you weren't, didn't have. And, and you're a media conglomerate. You should know better, you know? And, and, you know, I just, so it's one of those things where I just think they look at and they apologize. Yeah, they you know, said, sorry, you know, we have oh, miscommunication. I'm, I'm sorry, I, 
I'm sorry I borrowed your car and drove it through a mud puddle and <laughs> crap in the back seat. And, and left it in your parking lot. And ra- left it out of gas in your parking lot. But, you know, hey, if you want to pick it up, it'll be down at my office. You know, like, come on. So what is the hard, fast rule on that? I mean, if you post a picture on Facebook or social media, um, you can't share it? Well, the the person that takes the picture has Perfe- the right to it. Is a professional. Has the photo right. This one right. was a professional. Whether it's a professional, whether it's not a professional. Whoever takes the picture has the rights to it. Um, so I it, can't make a meme on one of these? Like just take one and put a, some words on it and throw it in, some, in the I meme world? Don't know. I don't know that. <laughs> but but you have I mean you have the rights and and in reality a lot of times those professional photographers have used you know the athletes as as models and so they've got model contracts so they've got you know an agreement to use that the image that they took you know and it becomes and they've signed over those rights to those images yep. of you know like the picture of Hayden Hayden signed a contract with um, with whoever he's ta- whoever's take whoever's paying Derek at that point to take the pictures yeah. and Derek took the pictures and now Derek owns the rights to those pictures he leases the commercial use you know he sells those for commercial use you want to buy you want to buy a picture that I took that's fine I can I can print these pictures off for you. it's just like Owen Mills back when we were kids right you didn't you didn't get to walk in there and just take the picture and go put it on your wall you had to pay them for the pictures and so every time you want to use that picture whether it's whether it's you know, put it in a frame and hang it on your wall or whether you want to use it in a digital fashion for to market your product you should be paying for that and and that's and that's what they didn't do so i have a, I have a, a way back and it has to do with derek and okay. his pictures we do woody footy uh-huh. right and we're still looking for a sponsor folks we're doing woody footy and people post their photos. And we do our Woody Footy. It says, you know, if, if your photo is selected, we'll use it for the blah, blah, blah. Right? Right. So we get this picture, Hayden won, because it was a ridiculous picture. So we used it for single track. And I get an email from Derek Lytle. This is before I knew him. <laughs> right? He's like, hey. Hey, know, by the way. And I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. I will rip it down. What what do you want me to do? Right? Because Hayden gave it to us. He right. knew the rules. Right. So for me, it was touchy because I would I would never purposely do that but it's our woody footy competition mm-hmm. and I yeah. put it there so I was like I felt bad hey I mean obviously I'm not as big as Ultra Runner magazine by a couple subscribers like Hayden submitted a picture that wasn't his to submit right so who right. gets in trouble then Hayden see but Derek was cool about it oh, right well Derek but is cool he is a cool guy and uh, but I felt bad and I'm like well we tell people this and so he's like no just give, it's cool just give me photo credit which we do anyway but I thought it was hate you know yeah. I knew Hayden didn't take the picture because he's in it and I don't know how good he is at technology with timers. <laughs> he's no Corey, Corey Reese, Yeah, right? he's not a Corey Reese with a timer. So, But I felt bad. And I was like, man, I, I apologized up and down. And I was almost ready to call Hayden and say, dude, you owe me $1,000 for anguish and pain or whatever. Yeah. you know. So I, I see a little tricky areas. But what they did I thought was kind of funny. Right? Yeah. And Hopefully it's been taken care of. We don't know everything, right? Yeah, yeah. I still see it. I still see that there's discussions that happen on it. But yeah, I, I, again, I don't know the backside of it or what's happened with, with Derek and Ultra Running Magazine. I, I hope. I mean, that's a great magazine. It really it is. I, I, I love picking that up and reading it every week. And and I'd like to think that they that they'll come do the things they need to do. And I don't. I mean, I don't want to wish them any any oh, will, no. but you gotta you gotta follow the rule. We're we're talking about rule breaking on this. That's why. That's I, what this is. That's huh? this what it is. And I'm yeah. still waiting for the phone call. The Ultra Runner, the Mag, Ultra Runner magazine wants to you know. 
do something with the Trail Matters podcast. I'm still waiting, you know, if they want to do a story, article, whatever. Um, I've got some headshots I've been working through with some companies <laughs> um, to send them in. No, it's a great magazine, but it is. I mean, you're getting to the point now with social media, things get tricky, but a publication should know to do more research. Yeah, they right? know better. They know better than that. Right. So They know um, better. They know that a photo credit doesn't do that artist any good. A PC. Right. Right. I didn't know what a PC was for a long time. Like, I use them. Mac. Yeah, I right. do too. <laughs> I do. Yeah, there's a Mac right there. Um, so we good now with Ultra Hunter Magazine and Ultra yeah. Hunter of the Year. Yeah, we're good with we're Ultra good. Hunter Magazine. So what? Uh, what's your future plans? Are you running Wasatch this year? Are you? Well, you I'm doing? in the lottery. Okay. I'm definitely in the lottery. Good, and that's um, what February second ish, third. I think something we like do that. it the weekend before, so I think it might be next weekend. I don't okay. know. I'm gonna, it's coming up. It's coming up. It's coming up the next couple of weeks. Okay. So what um, else? You got anything that you're planning or in already uh yeah i'm running black canyon okay oh, i still want to do that three weeks it's the weekend after rufa yep. um i lollygagged around and didn't get registered for the regular rufa this year um and because i was kind of waiting to see if my, my my original plan was based on lotteries again i knew i wanted to run black canyon for that western states qualifier it's good to run that it's a fun course I, I like getting that Western States qualifier out of the way early in the year. It makes me, I don't know, makes me feel more comfortable in my later events that I'm not so stressed that oh crap I got to run this to get. A Are Western you going State for qualifier. a golden ticket or just a qualifier? You know, I, my training's not what it should be. <laughs> Too many cheeseburgers and <laughs> cheesecakes and cheese, <laughs> cheese and with cheese a Z. Curds. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So. Um, which one are you doing? 100K is the qualifier. 100K is qualifier. You have to finish race. by midnight. Gosh, I still want to do that race. Yeah. So what else? What's after that? And Well, they've changed that course a little bit since the last time I ran it, so I'm excited to go see what course changes Jamil's put in. And you're driving there. down there? I hope so. What's I, the drive from here? Uh, Like five, six hours. Okay, not too bad. Yeah. All right. I think there's a time change this time of year. I don't know. I, <sighs> I'll go. I'll probably go two or three days before and just kind of go Acclimate. down. Yeah, get used to the... The just cactus. Get used to the cactus down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cuddle a couple cactuses. Different species of cacti. Yeah. No, I. I mean, I. I'll go down. I'll go down and help. You know, any any last minute race organization stuff, I'll help with that. And you know, I don't know that I'll go out and mark the course a whole lot, but I'll definitely go down and play for a few days and 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 then struggle to find my drive the struggle bus all the way home to try to get home. Best so, way to do it. Yeah. Um. That's in February. That's yeah, February sixteenth. I think. Think. Okay. I think that's right. February sixteenth. So um, gonna miss a soccer game that'll happen that week, unfortunately. But um, then probably after that, I'll run. Um, I'll be down here the sixteenth for a tournament. Will you? Yeah, that same it. tournament. Yeah. Okay. So that's, ra- that's the rage tournament, right? No, it's the icebreaker oh. tournament. My team that I'm coaching is playing in that one. Oh. So yeah, we're going for gold. I'll be out. I'll, I'll I'll be back on Monday because you hopefully you guys will still be playing on Monday. I gotta find a place to stay. I yeah. I hadn't. I waited and I looked at hotels. Now I'm like, son of a gun, man. 150 bucks a night. You'll probably figure something. Out. Come on. Because they're cheaper. Spare, they're cheaper I this time of year. Casa de Turtle. Casa. I was like, is that a new condo place? Casa de Turtle. I can sleep in this room. They're not gonna know I'm here. <laughs> Just put a sign on the door. <laughs> That's true. Um. Okay. After Black Canyon, you are doing or thinking. Uh, Squaw Peak. Okay, It'll be my June. tenth finish at Squaw Peak. Second week of June. Second Jing's week in June. Day. Yeah. Okay. Tenth finish. Tenth you get finish. Any, what do you get for that? You uh, a got cougar your, statue. Okay, you already got the fleece vest. Yeah, the fleece vest. For five years. Oh, it is. Is, man, it, is it, it sensual? Oh, man. It's like 
the most sensual color of emerald green suede vest. <laughs> you wear it all the time. Oh, I get it. Go with, with your shirt with today. the Dreamcatcher embroidery on the back. It is. It's just. It is it's bomb well diggity. It. I'm telling you, it is. <laughs> it's woke and lit, and all those new words. All 250 of those miles, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> but now you yeah. get a cougar statue. Yeah, you know, I, I really, I'm excited for the cougar statue. I'm, I'm assuming it's probably going to be the size of, I don't know, it might fit in my, the palm of my hand. But, um, <laughs> but I figure, you know, there's, there's, made of marble. there's not a whole lot of cougar statues in the world. The, the one that, that Mr. Walmsley won this year in, in Squaw. Squaw Valley is a little different. Is a little different, but this is probably my only chance to ever get a squaw, or a, I'm sorry, a, a, a cougar statue. And, so, and you think about it, if it's on a race resume, he puts cougar statue. You put right. cougar. St- People don't know that. They have no idea. Yeah, they right. just know that. Wow. I, I might, po- I, might, I might pose with his and just say, look, I got my cougar statue. That would be awesome. Squaw Photoshop Beach. it. That'd be really cool. <laughs> yeah, it'd be awesome. Wouldn't um, it? So. So that'll be cool. Tenth, and then uh, what? You going to Hard Rock to hang out again? You know, take pictures of yeah, cheaters. I'll what are you doing? Probably, I'll probably down head down to Hard Rock for a couple of years or a couple of weeks. Couple okay, years. cool. I got <laughs> my campsite weeks. reserved. Spend a couple of days down at Hard Rock and and you know go down and and probably help out with trail trail maintenance stuff again this year. Nice, That's a lot of fun. Um, and then depending on the depending on the lottery, I'll. You know, either either run um, Wasatch. the old Wasatch or or Do figure, something out, different. figure something different. Yeah. What are your What's your uh, How far is it from here to Havelina in October, distance wise, like hours, five six hours? Same again? six hours. Okay. Yeah, it's basically the same. This, the start finish line of Havelina is the same finish line as Black Canyon, so okay. it's just down there. In the so I want to run that, but I'm like, man, that's a long way away. You know that it, as like much fun as Havelina is, hours. it's the party. That you should go for. It a, is, I am a party animal. It is the most insane, fun time I've See, ever had. And I want to head down, but it's like it's 10-hour drive or more. 10, 11-hour drive. Well, so I'm like, oh, I'm Motor flights. Uh, but then i got to rent a car. No. I can't. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I you don't know. Don't have to, you, literally, okay, here's the thing. You can fly into Phoenix. Okay. And if you know someone in Phoenix and uh, nine thousand percent of the time i'm probably going to be at javelina whether it's running or whether it's volunteering that's a very high percentage it's a very high percentage. nine thousand that's close to well the 100 percent since i first ran javelina the only time i've missed it is when my volkswagen bus exploded yeah right. and i was there but it just got killed on the freeway on the just, way no on the actually in between i mean i was there I was at Havelina headquarters on Wednesday. The race was starting on Friday, and I took a little break to go visit some people, and that's Car when it happened. Up. So I actually, I actually was at Havelina. I just wasn't there for the race. So um, anyway, I, my point is, is if you if you fly into Phoenix and need a ride to Havelina headquarters, there's there's a way. And How far is the race start? Is it start finish in the same area? Cause it's a loop. Yep. How far is that from like a hotel? You don't want to stay in a hotel. You don't. No. Where do you stay? Camp. Oh, so I got to bring my camping gear on an airplane? No. How do I get my sleeping you bag can, down there? You can pay for a campsite too. What? I got to sleep in a sleeping bag? They will provide a sleeping bag. They provide a cot. I'm not sure I could use someone else's sleeping bag. You I'm could, really weird you could, with stuff. You could pack a sheet. Because I I I don't do hats. I don't share hats. I someone know, but, puts one of my hats on. But it's here's, theirs. here's the other thing: is it's not cold there. 
I mean, you got to think about that, right? It's not cold there, so at night, it's not like it gets to 20 below. But if you sleep you without sleep clothes bag. on, you need a sleeping bag. I'm not going to lay out well, naked we were with scorpions. I pajamas. And now <laughs> to do a podcast. Now you're talking nude sleeping. People have told me to start doing it. I live by myself. It's new. I don't know why you don't. <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> um, so they do provide, you can like rent? You can rent a tent. You can rent a cot. You can rent a sleeping bag. What about a Literally, French press? Literally, all you have to do is show up. French press? There's a coffee. There's a coffee. There's a company that there's there's a food truck there that serves coffee in the morning. Could I sleep in the food truck? So I, I have like 24/7 access. I gotta think if, this one through. And even if you're not running the race, there's there is a pizza truck there that's a food truck, so you can eat, you know, Freak Brothers Pizza. Okay, I like the name of that. Yeah. That's really good pizza. So, so you're saying if I fly, I have options. That pizza is so good, it'll make you swear like a Mormon. Freaking A, really? <laughs> Golly darn it. So, so yes. So back over, you could fly in. Okay. Get a ride to Havelina. Okay. Okay. Um, sleep in the tent. Sleep in the sleeping bag. I mean, you can, you can buy a little sleeping bag sheet that you can climb into the sleeping like bag. Like a little bivy sack to, almost. Yeah, almost a little bivy, right? That, that'll keep your... your Special giblets away from other people's giblets. That Which is, you need bag. to, right? right? You don't share a hat. You don't share sleeping bags. Right. Yeah. You don't share underwear. Yeah. There's things you just Or don't you could share. just pack a sleeping bag. I mean, that's the other option, right? It's not, yeah. you're flying, so you could carry a carry-on bag or. I love to, I love to camp in style. I bring a shower. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty. There's showers there. Okay. Right there you have access to. You pay you for access them. access to I'm showers. Guessing. Yep. Wow, I love showers. Yeah. I really like showering. Um, ah, that makes me okay because I really want to run the race. It, it, it's a lot of money though, too. I found he, out. He makes it real easy. It, literally, you get there, and and there's there's been a lot of people that buy that get hotel rooms close to there, and it's just it's 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 not where you want to be. So you get a hotel room and you stay in it the night before the race, and then you're basically paying for three nights of a hotel okay. that you don't spend any time in. How do I get an ice chest out there? Beer and cheese curds. I'm sure there's not a beer and cheese curd truck. I have, think, a, I have needs. Turtle, a, I have needs. There is a beer truck. Okay. There is there is a beer garden there that you can purchase beers at. But okay. it's more. Huh? It's more. Like you can even buy ice out there. So you can you on the way back from the hotel or from Just from the airport, we could stop one. and buy a little styrofoam cooler if you needed one. Okay. But fact of the matter is, is I've usually got a cooler, so it's not like you couldn't you know throw some cheese curds in my cooler. Oh, the Yeti ice chest because I needed to, I can't buy ice every day. I'm I'm figuring this out. Yeah. I'm high maintenance as we can see, okay. but I'm running the bear. Picking so, it up. but I do want to do Havelina. I want to be down there hanging out, doing my thing. So, is the bear sold out? I can't answer that. I would imagine if it's not, it's close. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it's probably, those races. Those it races is. It's there's a wait list. There's a wait, wait list for the bear. I think already. Run yeah. Rabbit Run is on a wait list for the first time ever. Wow. I saw that. What's Havelina's hunt? They have a hundred k, right? They have a hundred mile and a hundred k. They also have a fifty k and a, or, or sorry, they they also have a twenty miler and a forty miler. Okay. That you can run at night that are called the the jackass races. Because oh, yeah. I don't think I could do the hundred mile a month after less yeah. than a month after the bear, and I'd just go down just to be a part of it. So I might do the hundred k. Well, I I'd suggest even don't even run the hundred k. Run the Run the 20-miler. Okay. And I, that's just one loop? It's it's one loop. Okay. It starts at like, I think, 6 o'clock at night, and basically you run one loop. And 
The advan- the reason it started is because Jackass Junction is the most amazing place on the planet. And you get the opportunity for to go run to Jackass and back. And you go run to Jackass and party till you get sick of partying, which could be could last a while if it's a could two, be 20 two in the afternoon. Yeah. It could be, you know, it's, it's, there are, and, and there are luminaries that hang out at Jackass. Um, all of the Cappuccino Cowboys were out there this year. And so were the Coconino Cowboys, by the way. And, and Cocachino? Yeah, there was a bunch, there was a bunch of pros, pro athletes out there taking selfies with everybody and, and serving them beers. And it's a good time. Jackass Junction is, you know, Justin Ludig puts on an amazing, He's funny. amazing aid station. He's a riot. He's got a potty mouth that cracks me up. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. He's a a good, he's a good egg for sure. Nice. Um, so we did record this podcast a little bit earlier. Like originally I planned we were going to do this Saturday, but it's a Friday. So as of right now, I have one Ask Turtle question. Okay. So here's my Ask Turtle question. It is from uh, Patrick from Colorado. He says, you ready for this? Yeah. This is a legit question. This isn't like, <laughs> do you do your toenails, right? This right. is like legit. Okay. When a runner is absolutely wrecked coming into an aid station, we are talking puking on their shoes exhausted. Do you have a quote-unquote go-to food or drink or combo to get the runner eventually back on his or her feet and moving to the finish. Let's assume cutoffs are not immediately looming. Oh yeah, yeah. If if, if we're not worried about cutoffs, absolutely. Okay. Um, you know, if you're if you're puking, you've got a sour stomach. It's it needs reset. Um, you want to make sure that you're keeping hydrated. So the first thing you want to do is is try to get some water down. Okay. Um, Sippy. Once, yeah, sips of water at okay. first. Um, ice in the water, you know, ice water, ice on the back of the neck helps helps kind of cool you off. Um, usually, if you're puking, that's what's going on is you're too hot. Um, depending on their what their body's telling you, if if their hands are swollen, they've got too much salt. Um, if their hands, you know, th- there's some things you can look for. Um, one of my go-to's if if somebody comes in and is sick to their stomach is to try to go with with um, salts and fats. So okay. um, bacon has both. Avocado is yep. a good fat. Um, pickles and in particular pickle juice. Uh, one of the things that I notice for myself is I can usually get along with with sweeter foods, whether it's watermelon, whether it's goose, whether it's gel chomps, whatever it is. I can I can eat those pretty much, and but once that once my stomach starts to get a little sweet, I gotta switch to salts some, and fats some or something. salts and fats and that and that's usually what I go with is the bacon um, if they've got it if not I'm drink gonna drink pickle juice um, at an aid station that that's usually what works bringing around just because you've got enough food coming into you you know you if you're running in an ultra run you're not if you're puking it's not because you've got you don't have enough food in you. It's it's something's off. Something else that's imbalanced. What about um, ginger ale? Ginger ale is good for your stomach. Usually, usually what I'm going to ask them is, what are you craving? Like, if you could have anything right now, if you could eat anything, what is it? And that's going to deep fried cheese. Oh, you're asking some, not me. What, no, what did you say? Deep fried cheese curd would deep work fried right cheese now. Curd. So what your what your body's <laughs> telling you is you're craving some fats. Yeah. Right. I mean, literally, that's what I ask. Is you know what sounds better? Does do pickles or potato chips sound better? Do you know does it does a cheeseburger or you know, or a, a bowl full of Captain Crunch sound better. And mm-hmm. that's going to tell you what your body's craving. What you're craving is what your body is telling you it needs. Hey, we need some of this. That yeah. makes sense. Have you 
um, cause it's on the topic. Have you had much experience with like ginger chews? Like yeah. you suck on those. Yeah. Ginger chew, all, so in my pack, one of the things I always carry is, is, um, is some, is, is a little piece of like a ginger chew, like you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I carry some gum up there too, just cause I like, wait a minute, gum up, up there. What do you mean by that? Just in the pocket. Oh, the okay. Pocket. So you say gum got, up there. Got, got a little, little gum in there, a little, you know, a couple of little aspirin in case something happens and you know, a little, little pain relief. Um, some, I usually have a salt tab that I don't ever, I don't use them cause I'll get them at the aid station rather than try to take the salt tab, but it's just there for an emergency. Um, some Tums and then, um, it's usually a ginger chew or something like that. So that's, kind of, that's kind of your go-to issue pack. Yeah. A little, little medical pack, a little, okay. little, you know, what do I need to do to get my stomach back pack? Yeah. And I think, do you, do you think that when people lose their stomach, are you the the thought of it's you're not going to change it quickly, right? Like you're gonna it's going to take time. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're pushing, if you're that's the thing. It's if you lose your stomach and you're pushing cutoffs, you're, you it's it's hard to get that back around, and that's kind of you know. But if you've got the time, if you've got an hour or two that you can lay down and get your stomach back together and and whatnot, it's 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 not going to take you more than you know an hour hour and a half to get your stomach pulled back around and and kind of the the, the wheels put back on the bus, so to speak. Yeah, because so. I do hear people come in and, you know, it's like, oh, my stomach's gone. And like 15 minutes later, 20 minutes later, 30 minutes later, like it's not working. Yeah. But I, to me, it's like that's not enough time yeah, to take, reset take the time. your system, yeah, right? Just time. relax. Let it reset. It's gonna, it might take an hour, like you said. Because um, I have talked to people um, that have said, yeah, I, I was so sick, I pulled, I DNF'd. You know, like I said, I'm done. But yeah. they're like, but. 20 minutes after I DNF'd, I'm driving in the car, and I'm like, oh, I feel better now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like sometimes you just – you have to give your time to reset. Right, right? Exactly. Like You can't rush it. It's going to take time. I think all your, all, your, all your tips are good there, and I at the end of the day, I think, too, it's like what are you used to, too? You know, everybody's got a little different. Like we always knew that, you know, Mac, you'd have a problem after mile 60, right? 60, maybe 70, and he was a killer, but yeah. everybody's stomach's different. But I like what you said. Makes a lot of sense. Of what are you craving? What's the first thing that pops in your head? You know, yeah, when you like, walk into that aid station. What are you looking for on that table? What do you wish they had? Even if they don't have it, what yeah. is it? Yeah, I like because that. Because if if they don't have it, they've got something there that can substitute for it. If 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 they don't have any avocado and they don't have any bacon, they've got peanuts and peanuts have a lot of oil in them that'll help. Yeah, you know, and there's there's something on that table that can get you that can get you around. So if you're thinking, man, I wish I had some fish. Swedish fish won't cut it. Probably, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> They might have some lemons there, though, right? Yeah, there you go. Right. That'd work. That might help. That might be what your body's craving if they're craving fish. I can't imagine ever craving fish in an ultra. Sushi, maybe. Oh, There's fish in that. <laughs> You're not a sushi fan? It doesn't look like it. I don't mind sushi. I just don't like fish. Like... <laughs> <laughs> What well, is that? Well, you, but the thing, so with with sushi, the thing I like about the sushi is the wasabi because it makes your like gives you that burn on your forehead. Like, oh. man, man, I hate fish, but man, I love tuna sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I hate mayonnaise and fish, but give me a tuna sandwich yeah, any day, all day long. Yeah, as long as it's on bread, I like tuna and mayonnaise. But man, if it's on like a plate, no, no. I don't. You're absolutely <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I, I love I like sushi. I just like fish. I guess there's other sushis. I guess you can do a yeah, California right. style. Go a California but, roll, right? But that's not sushi to me. That's like when someone says, do you want a coffee? Yeah, hot or cold? 
It's a coffee, people. I hit Starbucks on the way to my game because I was like, I'm like, yeah, let me go ahead. Uh, give me a, I don't know, give me a Americano. She's like, you want that hot or cold? I'm like, is, it, is this a coffee shop? <laughs> It always kills. I'll walk, I'll walk into the coffee. Right, I walk into Starbucks and order the pumpkin spice latte like I always do. And when they ask me if I want it hot or cold, I just want to slap them. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? They, like, I don't understand cold coffee drinks still to this day. I get it. I'm not. No, I get it. But man, I hate when they. Is that hot or cold? I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Come on, people. Did I say cold? No. <laughs> I want to. Can I get a drip coffee? Would I don't you like care. It's 120 degrees outside. <laughs> yeah. I want a hot coffee. Yeah. Uh, what's your drip? Uh, it's Pike. Okay. Can I get one of those 16 ounce? You want that iced? I'm like, what the hell? No. What kind of question is that? If I wanted iced, I'd go fill my Maverick 64 ounce. You know. Right. 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 <laughs> my bendy straw. Oh, that's good. Um. All right. So we've got some lightning round for you. Um, so I hope you're ready for this. Oh, yeah. um, Breathless. And none of these have been uh, you've seen. Some have been asked to other guests. Some have not. Um, these are all from me. Okay. So we'll start easy, and then we'll kind of just work our way down the list here. So kind of the same thing you talk about food. What comes to your mind when I bring these? Bucket list race slash adventure you still slash want to do. You know, I've <clears throat> I've been entering a lottery to run a couple of different races for the last six years and haven't got into any of them. And I'd really like to get into both of them just so I can start going after UTMB because that's what I really want to run. So Badwater is one of the lotteries yeah. and Georgia Death Race. <laughs> right, right. Okay, okay. No, UT- UTMB is one that's really kind of caught my fancy the last... I don't know, three four years. It's it looks it looks fun. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's in the in a foreign, completely foreign country that they'll look at me like shut up. It is a completely shut up foreign American. <laughs> speak our language, and you know I'll be that guy. But I, yeah, it just yeah, I'd love to do it. That was know. Joel's answer last week. So that's two weeks in a row. We UTMB. Got UTMB. Yeah, that was his really. Race. Yeah, I was surprised I, I didn't too. Catch that. Yeah, that was his. Logistically, a, it looks like a nightmare. I mean, yeah. I, I you can't go over there for. You can't just show up two days before the race. You got to show up there two weeks early, right? And then get used to the food. And and I'm sorry, but if I go to Europe for two weeks, my wife's going, you yeah. know, because otherwise I won't have a wife when I get home. Yeah, right? Right. You want that, <laughs> right? You've married up, right? Yep. Um, how about this? Finish this sentence. I cannot run without shoes. Oh man, I, I went somewhere else. Was hoping you'd say, but okay, you can't <laughs> run without shoes. Okay, so Trill's not a barefoot runner. I, I can run without shorts, but I can't run without shoes. There we go. Uh, there you go. If you could pick one person to run some trails with and pick their brain or talk to, who would it be? Oh, Anybody, man. past That's... or present? I mean, this is real. This is the lightning past round. Past or present? Yeah, they cannot be. You know, Jonas Coronas. Okay. So it's, Jonas Coronas. It's it's the guy that that has that holds the six year record for, um, Spart- which for the world for like the six year world record. Okay. He ran like I don't know five hundred six hundred miles in in a six day event okay. way back when, and it just the the records that that guy still holds and has held for is he Greek fifty years. Yeah, it's yeah. just the guy the guy was an amazing runner, and I just. Like I don't know that he, I don't even know that he'd be fun to talk to, but it'd be fun to run with him. How about that? If you had a translator, yeah, to talk to him, or if I could understand Greek, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be one A. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. What would your twelve-year-old self say to you today? Turtle at twelve. What would you say? What would say to you today? He would say, "Holy shit, you're fat." <laughs> And believe me, that 12-year-old kid of mine probably would have used worse words than that. <laughs> um, okay, how about your favorite race performance and why? 
favorite race performance. You know, I, I I've had a couple that I've been pretty proud of, but I I got to say that last time I went and ran Black Canyon was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, I was in fair to crappy shape and 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 finished with you know it, and and really kind of pushed there at the end and and found a gear that I didn't know that I had to That's be able to awesome. finish just under midnight. Um, I finished with about 20 minutes to spare. I had a good friend, Rick Whitelaw, that, that paced me for that whole race. And and he ran it as well, but re- literally could have run away from me at any time and just hung out with me and ran with me the whole way. And it was fun. We had a great time. And, and, and yeah, just, you know, at the end of that, at the end of that race, they have, they have shuttle buses that run you back to your vehicle that, you know, they, they don't have a big parking lot there. So they run you back to your vehicle and, and, and it was it, it, there was there was a satisfaction that I got out of sitting in the back of that van and listening to everybody that had not put, that I'd passed in the last you know five miles just sit and complain about the fact that they didn't get their Western States qualifier because they didn't they finished just after the cutoff and I just it was satisfying just because I'd I'd had to hammer so hard that last five miles to get into the and to know that they were right there at the same place I was but just. Couldn't, couldn't have di- that gear you found. Couldn't dig it. Yeah, yeah, couldn't dig that out of there. Didn't want it bad enough or something. And I just, uh, to me, it it just kind of shows that you, if you want something bad enough, you can you can find a way to get it. You really can. I love that uh, what you said because I think everybody, I hope everybody's experienced it when you find that gear you didn't know you have. It's kind yeah. of this, this cool little like I don't know, cool moment. That in, that incentive, whatever it is, whatever you need to find. to... Whatever it is that makes that gives you that incentive to just go. I don't. I don't care if I don't walk again. I'm finishing this race. That's. I mean, that's when you find that. It's. It's, cool. it's a great. It's a fun place to be. Um, what should be on everybody's iPod or music player for those non-iPoders? Oh wow, you're gonna dig that up again, aren't you? Well, I, you know, obviously, anytime I put together a, a playlist for somebody, it's gonna include. Man, I feel like a woman. <laughs> Um, so I had to ask this again because we did but, ask it before. But I've got, an, I've got another song. Uh-oh, um, there's a new one. Um, the, the singer's name is Storm Large, and the song is Eight Miles Wide. Um, you probably have to Google it to find it. You probably don't want to play it very loud if you've got young children around. <laughs> but the first time I heard it, I was um, in, sitting outside of a, a store. My wife had just gone into the store. We were up. We were up in Oregon, and my two daughters were sitting in the back seat, and the song came on, and I started to listen to the lyrics and realized they were might be a little questionable lyrics, and I look in the back seat, and my two daughters that are two and three years old are bobbing their head along, and I just <laughs> thought to myself, that's a good little ditty song right it's there. Got a good so, beat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Storm Large, um, eight miles eight wide. Eight miles wide. Um, <clears throat> if you're home and your TV's on, what's what's playing? Uh, if if I've got a choice, it's probably some. Recently, it's been English football league. English EPL. Soccer. Yeah. Nice. There's a big game. English Premier League. This week, I know this podcast is going to launch after, but Chelsea and Arsenal play. I'm an Arsenal fan. Yes, there's some bittersweetness there, but uh, big match. EPL. I love watching EPL. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. If someone wrote an autobiography about your life, what would the title of the book be? You know, one of the things that I've kind of used to motivate myself ever since I started running was just a a mantra that I always utter to myself as I'm running up a hill and struggling. And it is 
run, fat ass run. Like, <laughs> get your fat ass up that hill. It, 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 and I, I, uh, that's that's one of the many words that I will call myself as I'm doing that. Um, I I like to cuss. I don't know if you picked that up, but it's not bit. something that I can control a whole lot. But I like I like to just kind of motivate myself by swearing at yourself, swearing at myself, and getting and some so, Tourette's. It's probably yeah. It's probably a little bit of run fat ass run. I think is probably what it would be. Which is a, have you seen the movie Run Fat Boy Run? There is. I was gonna say there is kind of a movie that has that. And I that's think, funny. I think it probably started it as as my mantra, and they wanted a PG it rating TV. or something, and so they dumbed it down a little bit. Yeah, that makes sense where it came from. Yeah. Um, how about this? This was a good one for Joel. But uh, if there was a movie, your life in a movie, who would play you? <laughs> I, you know, I heard that, and I. And, and and I, the first name that came to mind was Kevin Costner, and, and For yes, you? because he's devastatingly <laughs> handsome. That's the same answer. I know that's the same answer that Joel did, but but uh, you know, honestly, I I've I just I've liked him as an actor. I think he's a great actor. Joel and, did George Clooney, by the way. I, and I know I remember, <laughs> but Joel's a little Joel's a little better looking than I am, so he's going to of course so he's going to go. George, George Clooney's Clooney. better looking than Kevin Costner. No, I didn't go there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, you know, I, I I like him as an actor. I've gone and seen. I don't want to say all of his movies, but I've I mean, I Waterworld. I saw Waterworld. Okay. Yes, I, I Postmaster. Watch it again. Postman. Yeah, the Postman. Yep, yeah, the Postman. Yeah. And who's in that one? Remember who's in that one? Uh-uh. You don't? Mm-mm. Um, I'm gonna tell you, Tom Petty. Tom Petty. He's I the know. mayor of that yeah, one town. That is true. Yeah. That is true. So. I like that. Um, who would play me? Um, Jim Belushi. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> All right, let's well, move on. Because he's devastatingly handsome. <laughs> Jim Belushi is not either. Well, which one is, John? Neither one of them which are. Which one's the dead one? That's the <laughs> so, so, like, dead guy plays Dude, that me. that guy is so freaking funny, though. Have you seen? You need to go back and watch Animal House. That is I wanna, an amazing I would, I, movie. If someone asked me that, I would say I would want Jack Black. Not Jim Belushi, John Belushi. Yeah, the John Belushis Belushi. are the same to me. They're the same. Except one's dead and one's, <laughs> one's not, and I don't know who's who. You know, just like me, no one knows who I am. I don't know if they're they don't know if I'm Joel or Jack if I'm Eric. Black, really? Oh yeah, I love that guy. Yeah. I've been I've had people actually tell me that before. That and my daughter's it. like, I don't see it, Dad. I see it. I see it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I He's like a great him. singer. I love him. Have you got his album? Yeah, uh Tenacious D. Oh, yeah. I love Jack great, Black. Such yeah, a great I, album. Adam Sandler, like Adam yeah. Sandler. He's coming to Salt Lake, and I got tickets in a couple of weeks to go see Adam Sandler. I'm excited for that. Sandler's coming? Is Black coming with him or just Sandler? No, I think he said there's a very, very special guest, mm-hmm. but I don't know who it'd be. But he's got all those crazy friends, so hopefully it's, it's somebody it's cool. It's probably going to be one of the Stevens brothers, I bet. Probably. Either Mike or Dave. I'm really hoping it's Chris Farley because yeah. he's my favorite, but I don't know if he's going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. He's got a previous engagement. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty pleasure food. <laughs> Bacon. bacon. I mean, I, what else is there, really? I, it's fat. It's salty. It's greasy. It's it. You, you got to cook it right. You're describing you me right you now. You can't undercook it. You got to <laughs> you got to almost overcook it just to the point where it's crispy, you know. But there is a perfect spot you can get to with bacon, and there uh, is any, for sure. Anytime I see bacon in an aid station, not in an aid station. But when you hold it between your finger, your index finger, and your thumb, it can't have too much sag on it. That, That's yes, kind of the exactly, bacon test exactly. to me. You know, and one of the things I really like about bacon is a little known fact that if you drop it in the dirt, right, mm-hmm. it, it actually deflects away the 
bad germs out of the dirt, and if you eat that piece, it's actually not bad for you. It's bringing the minerals it's bringing, yeah, it from the minerals, turf. Yes, from the turf. The dirt, I, yeah. I totally understand that. It's like walking barefoot on grass. You tune in with the turf right. or the world, yep. the globe. You know, and, and, and the other thing is, is after you've cooked the bacon, taking that bacon grease and then pouring it in a cup and cooking your eggs in it for the it's next month is – It's the only way to do it. Is, yeah. It's the only way to do it. Right. Put it on your cap and crunch when you need – when you're pinch. Yeah. <laughs> and put it with your on mac toast. and cheese. Oh, my yeah. God. I'm going to yeah. try that. Yeah. It's just, bacon it's, grease on toast. When you're in a pinch. That's all I'm saying. Um, here we go. Favorite soccer player ever? Uh, Firmino. For Liverpool? Firmino. Okay. Well, that's Number a, nine. Okay, that's good. Yeah. All right. You yeah. Liverpool fan too, is that why? You know, my so my daughter is number nine. Last okay. year she played on a Liverpool team. Okay, gotcha. And so that's why I Kinda think Firmino there. would be one of my best, one of my favorite players. I like watching the guy play. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't a Liverpool team, and I wasn't a Liverpool fan until she played in Liverpool. But now I, yeah, I watch them religiously. I guess. Uh, you can change the Hard Rock Lottery. This is a good one. I love this one. You can change the lottery. You personally can change the lottery. What would you do? Mm, I wouldn't change a thing. Really? I wouldn't change a thing. All right. I would. I wouldn't even draw my name out earlier. I would. I'd just hold it out in my it's palm, perfect. like do some magic. That tricks. lottery is perfect. Absolutely perfect. You you get you get. You get better odds for spending time and getting to know the race better, gotcha. which you should. No, I agree. I like that. I like you that know? part of it for sure. What's your Mount Rushmore of trail runners? Of oh, trail runners? Well, me, of course. Well, I'm you got to have that on there because right. you were in your top five ultra runner of the year when you voted. So <laughs> Yeah, I got, I got robbed. <laughs> you took telling, second place. <laughs> you took, yeah, five out of ten. Winner was Mary Limit six I, out I of ten. Know, and I know, sh- and I should have got that sixth one, but I don't know. Who bumped me? Who bumped me with the number fifth? Who was in the number fifth spot? That was Hayden, wasn't Wasn't Hayden fifth? Was Something Hayden like fourth? that. But you you had one that was like you had tie for first place on women between Courtney and Camille. So you <laughs> said a, tie. That's so. a pretty good call, though. They almost tied. That was a good call. Right. But the turtle one was a little off. It was a little yeah. off. Yeah. I, I would have been number 11. I, I think I'm number we 11. We can't crack that. <laughs> okay. So Mount Rushmore, you got turtle. Oh, jeez. Who do we put up there? Um, in the trail world, you know, a I, I, I big fan, a guy that I'm a big fan of, and it's been around and a big mentor to me is Dana Miller. Okay, of course, so we got Dana's two Millers up there, non-related, as Dana likes everybody to yeah. make sure they know. Yeah, <laughs> Dana is not my father. <laughs> We're not. I did not get any of the genetic material that he was providing, unfortunately. So you, Millers, we got Miller and Miller. So we're gonna put you on the outsides. We're, we're okay, you're we're, the bookends. We're the bookends. So what do you got in the middle? Who's part of the sound? Who's in there? Oh, in the middle. You know, Mount. And there's no, four, by the way, if you don't hard. remember. You got I mean, two more. That's really hard. I know. I, this is what we do here at the Trail Manners Podcast. It, it, well, and here's the thing is, if you're putting it on Mount Rushmore, that's that's American ultra runners. It, you can't you can't include you can't include Killian, right? Okay. You well, that's your that's your rule. Anybody like that? Well, your okay. Mount Rushmore can be anything. Well, my, my, is my Mount Rushmore on the moon or where's <laughs> it can be wherever you want. Where want it could be in St. George for all I care. So it's just, it's just, who are my five, four my favorite four? Is yeah. That what you're Who's your four that you're putting in a mountain? You're chiseling them in there. Mm. Cause we got the Millers and now we got two more. You know, another guy that I think has been very influential in the sport and, and I don't think gets enough credit is Scott McCubrey. Um, okay. Yep. He's, you know, a, He's on a running store. He's been he's RD. With multiple brands. Um, he yeah, he's an RD from 
for a couple of great races in the Northwest. Uh, I'd I'd put Macubri on there. Okay, so you got one more. Jeez. Um, oh, Turtle Dana Scott, who you got next? <laughs> you got one more. You have to hit this. Oh, this lightning round is here, super here's slow. Another, here's another one I'm gonna throw. You are a horrible lightning round guest. Throw a jump out to <laughs> Jeff Rose. Okay. Wow. And, okay. And, and and Jeff Rose was somebody else that I just thought I could. He was the first guy that I couldn't believe the amazing things he was doing on a trail. I mean, it, it, that that was. That was kind of when I was first getting into the sport that he was he was in his heyday with, you know, winning every race he won, every race he ran, he won with a course record, and it was just it, he was doing amazing things, and and you know the, the things that have happened for him with health wise since then has has been unfortunate, unfortunate, but yeah. you know he's some he's somebody I still still think a lot about just because he he did he he threw down and went after it and just basically said I'm gonna run. I'm gonna I'm gonna run the guts out of this thing, and it's it, he's an amazing guy. So okay, all right. Well, there's your four. I have one more question for this one. Now we're across the table, so you can trust me, Turtle. Okay. You need to close your eyes to visualize this one. Close my eyes. This is a visual. Okay, Turtle. Someone, you hear this at your door. You hear a knock at your door. You go to open it. Before you stands Joel Hatch. <laughs> he's wearing stance socks, a speedo, and a tank top. And holding a stick of squirrel's nut butter. What does he say, and why is he there? Dude, beer mile in two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I can tell you, it's it's a, it's it's a door in Silverton, Colorado, and we're going to run the beer mile in Silverton. That's exactly what Joel's doing. I like how detailed and quick that one was. I even know the color of the Speedo. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's green. It's oh, got it's a good. little yellow belt buckle like he's a leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> I like the detail here. Like this one, I was worried about because you took so long on some of these other questions. He's got, he's got boots. I mean, he didn't have running shoes on. He's got like those little pointy short, pointy shoed boots on. So you're the knock at the door. Joel's there. He's standing in some stance socks and some pointy shell, and he's right. got a pointy green speedo with a little, gr- little yellow, yellow buckle. buckle what right? color is his tank top? He has a tank top on. It, the question says I didn't even notice it because you were so caught up on it. Flesh colored with nipples painted on it because it is not. I, literally, you can't even see it. <laughs> and he's holding some squirrels nut butter, and he looks at you and says, "But you know what? Now Beer that, mile. Now two that you minutes. It, now that you mention it, I can see it because he's he, his hair. Like the hair's not on the tank top; it's actually." Tufting out the top of it there. So it's like poofing out the top, like a little quaff, a little poof out the top. <laughs> uh, All right. Two minutes. You know what's funny? Joel probably won't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I'm sure Joel will. Joel? He doesn't listen to the show. I hope he does. He's going to now. He Joel, will. See. Joel, Joel Someone's going to tag him on the post. <laughs> Joel, at least listen to the last couple minutes. <laughs> this is where they go. everything goes, goes off the rails. Yeah. Well, right on. Um Great. I mean, thanks for taking the time. Yeah, I mean, we're here fun. at Caldwell Banker, and again, you're there only. You can take this. You're the only five-time guest we've ever had, besides right. me and Joel, because we're always on. You're the only five-time guest we've had. Fifth. As I said, five-time guest. Fifth. Oh, fifth. Yeah, right, fifth. Seven hundred fifty milliliter <laughs> turtle. That's we're gonna call it. Your new nickname, seven fifty milliliter. <laughs> yeah, a fifth. Right. This right. is Turtle's fifth. Favorite fifth. Maybe I'll put that on the thing. This is his seven hundred fifty milliliter show. 
um, to, yeah, to be on the show. We've had some great topics over the years. I mean, again, you came on in uh, episode 10, which would have put us in early, like probably January of 2016. Yeah, because yeah, it was um, an outdoor retailer, right? Yep, that's yep. when it was, January 2016. That was you and Luke hanging out in the bus, and me and Joel talked about that on our last show. Yeah. That kind of helped set the tone for the show on how we could handle things. But, uh, but yeah, it's always fun to sit down and talk to you. Um, I know our guests love you, you know, our, our, not our guests, our guests, we don't have any other than you, but our listeners, um, always enjoy a good turtle show. So thanks for joining us. Good luck with, uh, Black Canyon. We hope you get into Wasatch. Um, I would say high five at Wasatch, but I'm hoping to be in Vermont that weekend. That's my goal for the year. Um, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Hope you get your bus back. Hope things go well for you down here. And I really can't wait to see who wins that beer mile. Between you and Joel and Silverton, um, I think that's one I need a video of. It won't be Jim Walmsley. <laughs> that's your claim to fame, right? I, it won't be Jim Walmsley. <laughs> you crushed yeah. him in the beer mile. Oh, let's ask that real quick. So Jim Walmsley races, I think, tomorrow when we're recording this. So when this launches, the results are in. Do you think he qualifies for the Olympic time trials with a 104 half marathon? You know, Jim's, First time out. Yeah, Jim's an amazing guy. I, I haven't I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to his training. He's got that's that's what he has is he has he has the leg speed to do to do what he needs to do in that race. Yeah. I, yeah. Do I think he qualifies? Yeah. He'll run a qualifying time. Nice. Because me and Joel want him to wear his Western States buckle um, when he I, is if he goes to the Olympics is kind I, of like a I think thing. He should. How cool would that be? An ultra running buckle at the Olympic. Games. I think he should carry his cougar statue around with him. Like <laughs> there Maybe should be like a guy, you know, like what's the the, the guy with the. <laughs> the monkey that no. has his tamper, the symbols? What are you talking about? I can't even think of it. Uh, there's a, sh- a Monty grill. Python, Monty Python where he's got the coconuts. Holy- right. Instead of the coconuts, there needs to be a guy in front of him with the with the cougar statue. Okay. He says, look, the cougar statue owner is coming. The cougar statue owner is coming or something, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that for you after Squaw. We should. Yeah, that, <laughs> That's how we'll introduce you to the beer mile at Silverton. Absolutely. <laughs> we should. Yes. The cougar statue. I've got That's a cougar, what, where's your cougar statue? This Jim? is the, yeah. so it's you have the turtles and the hares in the red uh, run rabbit run, run, rabbit at, run. At the beer mile in Silverton. We can have the cougar statues in the cougar one statue heat. holders and non cougar. Yep. Statue holders. So you got so turtle, Walmsley, right. Timothy Olson, whoever else is you know got the cougar sitting <laughs> in that, and then there's the rest of us over here. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Well, right on. Uh, thanks for joining us on episode 133 of the Trail Manners PJ podcast. Um, yeah, this is uh, for Turtle Miller, Eric Manning. We're out. Thank you for listening to the Trail Manners podcast. I'd like to thank Turtle Miller for taking the time to join us today here in sunny St. George. We also want to encourage everybody to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Trail Manners or swing by the website at trailmanners.com. There, you can clear out our store page with our few items left or you can hit us up on the contact page let us know what you want to see who you want to hear or if you would like to be on the show until next time this is eric manning reminding you you don't get what you wish for you get what you work for now go get it